Chicago Bulls overcome an 11-point deficit at halftime to get their first four-game winning streak in fe since February of 2022. The Chicago Bulls are rolling right now in a, in a win streak. Let's see how far it can keep going. We're going to talk about it, break it all down, and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and content. The Chicago Bulls, again, a tale of two halves for the Chicago Bulls, but we have four 20-point scorers in this game. Patrick Williams going 8 of 11 from the field, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. One of the most efficient nights you've seen from Patrick Williams. 20 points on 11 shots. Keep in mind, we've been talking so much about how 10 shots was not enough for Patrick Williams. He's really turning into an efficient player, unlocking much of that aggression we've been wanting to see from Patrick Williams. DeMar DeRozan, very rough night for DeMar. He goes to the free throw line 10 times, only hits six of them. He goes seven of 24 from the field for his 20 points, but 10 assists from him, six rebounds, three steals as well. Nikola Vucevic in this game, nine of 22 for 21 points, 16 rebounds, two assists, one block from Nikola Vucevic, and Kobe White. Jacob Alec Jacoby White in this game, nine of 15, four rebounds, six assists, one steal, 24 points. And then you got to talk about Tory Craig coming off the bench. Tory Craig, five of seven from three point range, five of eight overall from the field, 16 points from Tory Craig. The Bulls bench was getting outscored by one player, just Trey Jones in the, in the first half of this game. We still get outscored on bench points, but uh, Tory Craig just showing why the Bulls have him here. Six, 16 points from him, seven points from Andre Drummond with eight rebounds, three points from Javon Carter. I think he scored all those uh, in the first half of the game. And I would assume it with four points. Alice Crusoe does end up going down in this game, leaving with injury. A lot of people said he probably should have set out this game. You know, 18 minutes player from Alice Crusoe. But this was a game when you look at the first half to the second half for both teams. First half, we talked about it. The San Antonio Spurs were on fire from three-point range, shooting the ball 50% from three, going 11 of 22 and 51% from the field. When you look at the second half in this game from the San Antonio Spurs, they shoot the ball 30%, going 6 of 20 from three-point range, and then going 18 of 42 for 42% uh, overall from the field. Much bigger difference there. Chicago Bulls go 69%. 69, there you go. 69% uh, from, from the three-point range in the second half of this game, going 9 of 13 from the field of that, and 55% overall from the field. Like I said, a tell of two halves, really, for the Chicago Bulls for both teams in different ways. The Chicago Bulls in this game out-rebounded the San Antonio Spurs 56 to 44. Keep in mind, we were losing the rebounding battle by one in the first half of this game. We came back, really owned those rebounds in the second half of this game. A lot of that due to Andre Drummond, Nikola Vucevic, and some team rebounding in that as well. Patrick Williams getting some, some key putbacks in that time as well. The Chicago Bulls have 27 assists in this game, which isn't hugely when you score 57, I mean, 47 field goals, but, you know, we'll take it. Points off turnovers. The Bulls end up coming back and winning points off turnovers, 14 to 7, so doubling up there. And we win points in the paint, 54 to 44, that being a big part of this game. Second chance points, 20 to 10 in the favor of the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls came in and did the gritty work in the second half of this game that helped them get the dub. And that's what we talked about in the halftime hangout and was important in the, in the first half of this game. Just how the Bulls played, came in here, executed, took care of business. It was all important. That's how you want to see. And I know the San Antonio Spurs are a team that has three wins on the season. 
three. And you don't want to act like the Bulls came in here and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks again or anything like that. But I tell you what, it was good to see Patrick Williams step up majorly. It was good to see, um, you know, just the way that the Bulls played with that heart and didn't allow themselves to be down on themselves. They came out out of that first half. They immediately got the lead down. There was 11 point lead. They got it down to like three, I think within like the first few minutes of the, of the second half of this game because the Bulls executed. And that is what you can't take away from the Chicago Bulls team. This version of the team is fighting with a lot of heart, a lot of the heart that we wish that we would have saw to start the season off with. And you just can't take away from that. It's great to see this team execute in this way. That just is what it is. As a Bulls fan, win or lose, you see a team come out and compete. And that's why, you know, when people were saying, hey, it seemed like the Bulls got intimidated in the first half. I didn't agree with that, right? Because even if the Bulls had lost this game, the heart that they played with in both halves of this game, the resolve, that's what you want to see from a young team missing a bunch of talent, much less missing Zach Levine and Alice Caruso goes down in this game. I hope this doesn't put into jeopardy Alice Caruso playing on Monday, but we'll see. Uh, you know, didn't get, even get a, he had to be helped out to the back. So don't don't be surprised if Alice Caruso misses some extended time. The Bulls do have a day off, a couple of days off. We don't play again till Monday. So, you know, maybe that's going to be enough time for him to, to, to get healed, whatever's going on, because we got a murderer's row of games coming up here uh, next week with uh, Milwaukee, Denver, and Miami, two games against Miami next week. It's going to be a tough week. We'll see how much this streak, the Bulls have won four in a row. They could very well lose four in a row, but we're not here to talk about that right now. We're here to have fun talking about the Bulls getting this dub and this victory and the way that they played and executed. And you guys know I'm not a Billy Donovan fan at all, but you got to give credit for the defensive calling from Billy Donovan today. That defensive scheme today, they figured out a way in the second half to keep Wimby from really being uh, amazing on the boards like he was in the second half to go back to those first second half numbers and splits. When you look at Wimby, he had 11 rebounds in just the first half of this game. 11 rebounds in the first half of this game. He still had nine in the second half, but... They, they they made some – you could tell that they were fighting for those rebounds, and that's something that they really came in and tried to do and was was some, was a talking point in that half was to get back in that rebounding battle. So, you know, it's just it's just good to see, man. This was a good win uh, from the Chicago Bulls. Again, not a necessarily a quality win because they're a three-win team, but it was good to see how the Bulls came back and just executed and fought hard in this game. And listen, Patrick Williams, for all those that were ready to give up on Patrick Williams, and I've said it before – I need to see a month from Patrick Williams of doing stuff like this before I'm, I'm necessarily ready to say, yeah, Patrick Williams has turned the corner for sure. You guys know it was only a couple of weeks ago. I had a video where I was, I said the title of it was I'm over the potential of Patrick Williams, but Patrick Williams now is close to putting a double digit streak together of games in a row of just being extremely solid, right? Outside of the eight point game against Charlotte, which he still contributed in other ways. We're talking about uh, seven games in a row, basically of Patrick Williams giving double digits, filling up the statue with block shots, steals and assists um, and, and rebounds. It, it, it seems like Patrick Williams may have finally unlocked that mentality for him. And he's not really averaging that many more shots, right? We always talk with Patrick Williams about, the shots, take more shots. He's averaging eight and a half shots over the last three games. And then if you look at this win streak overall, he's averaging right around 11 shots per game. That's not too far off from his career total of 10 and a half shots per game. So it's not like he's taking a huge more uh, shots. He's just, he's, he's being more aggressive. 
to get rebounds. So that's what we're seeing from Patrick Williams, at least in my opinion, that shows that he may be starting to, to turn the corner. I need to see it for longer before I'm ready to say that he's turned it. But those signs are there that he's starting to turn it. But let's go ahead and get to the comments and see how you guys are feeling about this win. James Jamison says, let's go. What's going on, James? Glad to have you in the building. BKR Sports says, drive, drive home, Chicago. Meet me. It's beep, beep. Not meep, meep. Uh, but yeah, shout out to you, BKR. See red, see red bulls win. Let's effing go. That's from uh, Cheeto. Cheeto. But okay. Hey, listen, get them snacks in, brother. Alex Larez says, I like seeing DeMar facilitating the ball more. I mean, that is... With the way that this Bulls, this version of the Bulls team is playing, we've seen, sorry, I ain't got no guests on. I'm going to take off the headphones. Uh, we've seen that DeMar facilitating kind of helps the other players move without the ball when they're not just watching them cook. Uh, that's how uh, DeMar can be effective in a more up-tempo offense because he's he's not good off the ball, right? And he's not the best in transition. So if you put the ball in his hands for him to kind of lead that break, facilitate a little bit more, he's, he, he, he can get going in that way. He can definitely get going in that way. Uh, Zach BR, Udonis Haslam, that's crazy. That's, oh, that's wild. That's wild. Shay's in the building says, and your mother effing said, we didn't do ish and free agency. Tory Craig, that's funny. Uh, Pat is the truth from Bathor Painless, and Patrick Williams is starting to come around. He's starting to turn that corner. Um, Shay in the building says, Hayes, uh, set the best, never set it best, I guess is what you mean there. Never give up on young talent. I never gave up on P. Will. And I, and I get it, right? We live, like I said, instant gratification is the mindset that a lot of people are in nowadays. And I think when you factor in, I know we always are trained to think third year leap, right? But that third year leap started coming like that became the norm when you had players that stayed one, two years in college. We don't have that anymore, right? And, you know, players aren't coming just out of high school either. But like, you got to think like it, it and it's not going to be for everybody. Some people are going to be able by third year, be ready to go. But you got to also look at the age. P. Willis is still extremely young. They're going to be players coming in the draft younger than him. Probably this is probably going to be the last year of that. But it's still he still has plenty of time to develop and up his game. And so let's hope that that's the case. Let's hope that he keeps going down this path. And, you know, by the end of the season, we're looking at it and saying, listen, Kobe White and Patrick Williams really turned the corners for this team. Um, so let's hope that's the case. Italo says, uh, I just knew this team was going to come back better after uh, midtime. Listen, I mean, that's what we said on the halftime hangout. If you, you were there on the halftime hangout, I said, yeah, it's 11 point deficit. But this is still a very winnable game for the Chicago Bulls. The San Antonio Spurs were shooting the ball ridiculous from three-point range. You didn't expect that to maintain from a team that just the typically has not been an excellent three-point shooting team. So, you know, let's hope that this, you know, keeps going for the Chicago Bulls. They keep building off this. And if they do, listen, like I said before, it's not a done this this team isn't done contrary to what some people would have you believe that saying that you know it's kind of all over things like that and that's why i keep telling people that for those that think that this zach levine trade is going to trigger us just selling off all these assets i think you may be a little bit surprised on that so you know we'll, we'll end up seeing where that goes uh let's see what we got i'm so happy for pat and kobe craig did this thing today uh, Tory craig absolutely bought and you could when Tory craig started getting in that rhythm 
And and he started just as soon as he touched the ball, he would he would take a three. It's like, hey, this is going this. Uh, hey, Tory Craig is getting in his he's in his bag right now. Hayes four game win streak. Is this the same Bulls team from last month? No, it's not the same Bulls team from last month. The play style is different. The makeup of the team's different without Zach Levine, and you're seeing more players get more shots and those shots being spread around. And when you do that, that keeps everybody engaged and involved in the game. So you know, I'm glad to see that we didn't do the same thing we did against Charlotte. We didn't see that kind of stagnation, not moving, the ball not moving, things like that. That This is where this version of this team can be the most successful. Uh, Coolest JB says, look at my Bulls. Great win tonight. Great win from this team. Love seeing this team play with this level of heart. Crystal Vegan Smith in the building says, making Zach look bad. Listen, this Zach, if the, I've said this before. The way that this team's playing now, if you also pair into that with uh, if this injury is legit for Zach Levine, we may very well see Zach not move this season. And I know a lot of people aren't prepared for that. We keep hearing this December 15th, January 15th. There is a scenario in which the market has just gotten so bad for Zach that we don't move him this season. We'll see what happens there. Uh, four in a row, Zach uh, Levine's bags at the dough. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's And, you know, I do hope that because Zach is going to theoretically come back with some time probably before a deal gets done. That Zach under, like, the way that this Bulls team is playing right now would be just... Again, not in the ball handling sense, but like in the sense, in the sense that uh, if you kind of replace Demar with Zach in this same lineup, keep everything else the same. Alice Caruso's out there to help defensively, even if you start him at the three, things like that. Patrick Williams playing like this. Now Zach isn't the passer that Demar is, so you need to rely a little bit more on Kobe, Patrick Williams, Vooch to do more of that ball handling. But this is the type of system that would be tailor suited to Zach Levine's skill set, especially doing more catch and shoots. Now we're probably never going to see that, right? Like let's be clear here. More than likely than not, Zach's going to be moved before we really get a chance to see that. But this is the type of system you would think that Zach Levine would thrive in. And it's unfortunate that we unlock that now when it's kind of we're, we're, we're in the 11th hour and it's, it's Zach Levine's kind of on his way out the door. So, you know, we'll see with that one. We'll see. Uh, let's see what else we got. That, uh, that was fun to watch. This is how it's supposed to be. This is a vibe. The way that this team. The way that this team is playing right now um, is the way that you want to see a team that doesn't have that superstar level talent but has talent on it is play. Get everybody involved. It makes it more difficult to guard. Now, again, over this four-game stretch, outside of the Milwaukee win, we haven't played the best teams, right? But that changes next next week. And so we kind of get to finish this week. We got a four-game winning streak, 3-0 and on this week. And now we get to take a, take a minute, step back, and prepare for what's coming. And we'll see how real this play style is from the Chicago Bulls because when they start facing teams like Miami, when they start facing teams like the Milwaukee Bucks, even though this win streak started off against the Milwaukee Bucks, but when we start facing teams like that, we'll start being able to see, is this real? Is this play style going to be something that they sustain or is it going to be something that they get away from when they start playing the better competition and the teams that can kind of withstand and stand up to that? So it's going to be a, a huge text next week, and I can't wait to see how the Bulls perform next week against those teams. Because I tell you what, if they keep performing like this, that Zach Levine, if the Bulls, I would, they don't even have to keep the win streak going per se. If next week out of the four games that we play, the Bulls go two and four, God forbid they go something like three and one, that trade value for Zach Levine, one that's already been questioned how much it is, put that shit in the toilet, man. That, that, that trade value is going to be low. 
it's going to be low if that's the case, man. So let's see what it ends up being, man. We got the villain in the building. This is your new DJ Lovelace. Your new nickname here for Chicago Bulls Central is the villain because that your Avi is a villain pick, bro. Like you literally look like you just got done causing chaos. But I love you, brother. You're a big supporter here over there on Locked on Bulls. I just, I love you, brother. But he says, I owe 20 minutes, two points, two rebounds. He was just on the court. No, because you, it's not just in the stat sheet. And I don't know if you got a chance to watch the game. Not going to accuse you of not watching the game. But no, I got, he got after loose balls. Uh <laughs> He got after it on the defense. He played some really key defensive moments. He even got switched on Victor Wimbiama in some in some uh, possessions. He it, bad shooting night from him. But Io wasn't just out there. Io did some key things defensively for sure. I so I got to combat you about that just a little bit, just a little bit there. I understand bad shooting night for sure. You do want more shooting from him, especially with Alice Crusoe going down in the second half. But I, I just Io Desumu what didn't have the impact that he's had earlier in this run, but he still was more than just out there in this game. He did some things that didn't show up on the stat sheet. Billy and the coaching staff have been making better adjustments as well, bro. Keep the momentum going. Yeah, got to give them that. They've been making adjustments defensively specifically. I like the way that Billy Donovan has adjusted defensively, right? The team, the kind of the free, the free, uh, free ball movement. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me today, uh, but the, but the free flowing offense, kind of that random offense that they talked about before, um, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 the it's that's kind of stayed the same. But the defensive adjustments from Billy Donovan is something that we have not seen, not seen a lot. So uh, let's see, Justin Phillips getting loose. Let's go, T. Craig. Hey, it's Julian Phillips, not Justin Phillips. You mix Justin Lewis and Julian Phillips names. But Julian Phillips, to me, four minutes only play this game. But what I think Billy Donovan's doing, and again, I could completely be wrong. It could just be happenstance. But what it feels like Billy Donovan's doing is saying, "Hey, young guy." Let's go out there and get you some real. Let's go out there and get you a, a couple of real uh, minutes against the against these teams, and let's see how active you get. And I think that's what it is, and what they're doing now. That could pay off in the long run for him and the Bulls, right? And maybe even after the. Don't be surprised either if maybe Billy Donovan is saying, hey, we don't know what this roster is going to look like after the Zach Levine trade officially goes down. There could be more minutes there for Julian Phillips. Let's see what you do here under some controlled minutes, some spurts. And then, hey, those minutes, there may be some some time here for you after that trade goes down. So I like I, I like that we're seeing them. I wish that we can get those minutes up, especially like with Alice Caruso going out in this game. I wish we would have seen like 10, 11 minutes from Julian Phillips. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers in that. I'm glad that he's getting out there on the court for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, the La Mob, I just had some Wingstop lemon pepper wings. Hey, lemon pepper from Wingstop. And, and the garlic parm is matter of fact, hey, Lob Mob, I actually need to holler at you about some business. I've been trying to reach out to you. Um, I actually, me and Pat actually want to buy your old YouTube page. Um, because we got a project launching. So hit me up in the hit me up in the email, bro. We want to holler at you about something, Lob Mob. So uh, we want to get at we want to get at you about that. By the way, I just let y'all I just let the cat out the bag. I don't know if Pat's in here, but Pat may be trying to get on us because uh yeah, uh we, me and Pat got something working. That's all I'm gonna say. We got something working. For those that love sports talk and love me and Pat, something's definitely working. YNG says, How you been, brother? I've been all right, bro. I've been all right, man. I'm out here holding up, bro. Out here holding living my goddamn dream. That's all I can say, man. This is literally my dream. Um, but yeah. <laughs> 
Plus, Patrick lost almost an entire year with a major injury. Yeah, I mean, most that season. What did he end up playing? Like, what was it, like 15 games that season? But, I, I mean, that happens, right? You're going to lose You're gonna lose some time in that. But Patrick Williams is starting to come around. He's definitely starting to come around. And I love seeing Patrick Williams kind of build up that mentality and stuff like that. TBO says, uh, seventh chip guaranteed after this win, my ninja. You need to stop. Lay down the cocaine. Lay down the cocaine. So uh, let's see what do we got here. Don't worry, Jack Holland. Hayes can jinx us to go on a four-game win streak every day of the week. What? What happened? Zay over in the building says, good evening, Hayes. We need to, we need uh, more sharpshooters and a strong rim protector, and we can contend. Uh, compete, not contend. Uh, this team is a lot further off than that from competing. I mean, contending for like a title. But we can compete. We can compete now. Um, but I do think if we get those things that you mentioned, we'll, we'll go even further for sure. I still remember the days Hayes would make wild jokes but uh, about Kobe mama under his desk. Did I? Was that Kobe's? That's crazy. Hey, not surprised. Uh, V.O. Walker says, Hayes, we did it. I told you the Spurs will cool it off. I mean, we said it, right? Like, and we called it at the halftime for sure. Like, I, I, the way that the, 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 they were shooting um, – the way that they were shooting the ball, I just didn't think was sustainable either. So, you know, it is what it is there. Omar says, congrats on 16K, fam. Thank you, bro. We're trying to get to that 20K mark. Uh, we'll get there at some point, uh, God willing. And, you know, it is what it is. We're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep delivering the best Chicago Bulls content that you guys will find on the YouTube. And I don't care what nobody got to say about it. Like I said before, it's a tall order. Tall order for anybody to be better at Hayes than this. Uh, Hayes, I hear you, but no, Zach's dumbass decision and lackadaisical attitude messes everything up. I think if he gets put back in, it'll be horrible for the team. Addition by subtraction. No, and you're valid in saying that, right? And that's why I'm not necessarily saying now. That's why I did say I think that door is closed on this. But had we came into the season with this play style, uh, you know, you never know. Hayes, the first four-game win streak, despite Debo trying his best to hate 10 assists from him aside, it was fun to watch and see. Vooch wasn't feeling Wimby, a uh, good, strong win before we got Gasoline Alley. I mean, listen, I, I, I love the way that the Bulls played in this game, but we got some stuff coming. The schedule's coming down the, the pipeline. Man, that's going to be interesting to see how the Bulls fare in that schedule, man. Let's see what else we got. Are we going to talk about our shitty free throw shooting from the last couple of weeks? I mean, listen, it happens, but we got four dubs in a row. But yeah, the free throw shooting has been concerning, especially from like a player like DeMar, who usually you usually kind of just expect him to make those, right? P. Will is playing with confidence. C. Red, shout out to K. Trip for the Super Chat. Thank you for supporting the channel, my brother. You already know I appreciate you guys on that one. Cap of the great in the building says, Dwight is the only, is the one that usually goes after loose balls, often results in the loose... Whoa, I should have pref- I should have pref- proofread that. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's that's wild. I don't even know how how did we get there? How did we get there? How did Dwight I didn't even bring up Dwight today? How did we get there? That's just that's wild. Jason Hendricks in the building says the young core did it again. Keep up the intensity. Kobe White, Craig, and Patrick Williams play real good. Keep it up. I hope Alex Caruso is okay. I hope he is too. I definitely hope that Alex Caruso is okay. Why won't Billy play Drummond and Vooch together? They would have killed Wimby. No, because that is an absolute terrible matchup that kills any spacing that we've actually now created with this version. The the, the whole Vooch uh, drum playing together thing, that's that's not going to work. 
It's not going to work outside of maybe if you just need a big rebound on like a, a, a possession coming out of a, a, you know, the other team shooting free throws or something like that. You're not going to see a whole hell of a lot of that. You're just not. Fun fact, ever since Hayes said we will not win a game until January, we've gone undefeated since. The, no, no, no. We actually got two losses from when I said that we may not get a win until January. Thank you very much. But yeah, other than that, it's been four wins in a row. So shout out to them for getting that done. Uh, I, I wish uh, Jeff Byers, thank you for the super chat brother says, I wish they would have set Alex this game, but the last few games were fun to watch. Hopefully they rest up and get ready because the Bucks will be looking for revenge. That game against the Bucks, are we at home or are we on the road on that game? Um, either way, it's going to be a tough game. It don't matter. Like it, it's, it's an extended road trip for anybody. So we're at Milwaukee in that game. Yeah, that's going to, that's going to be an interesting one. That's going to be a really interesting game. That's for sure. Keith don't miss says, do you think we're beating the Bucks Hayes for the win streak uh, for the win streak ends in Milwaukee? I mean, listen, I, you guys know I haven't predicted wins and losses for the Chicago Bulls for a while. That's just not kind of what I do. Um, but I tell you what, it's going to be a difficult win to get in Milwaukee. It just is. And I know that we beat them before. Um, and this team, if they're playing like this, they can play with almost anybody. But uh, it, it's going to be a tall test. And they, the Milwaukee Bucks now have that game and probably circled on their calendar. So we'll see what happens with that one. DeMar free throws, uh, he doesn't seem to kiss his wrist anymore before free throws, or they don't always show it anymore. You know what? I haven't necessarily thought about that. I haven't noticed that, but I'll, I'll watch it going forward, Archangel. Iceberg uh, says, Hayes, love your show, brother. Thank you, brother. Glad you enjoy the show. By the way, guys, if you're not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for me. Trying to get to 20,000 subscribers by the end of the season, uh, which I thought was kind of a, a long shot, but with how the Bulls are kind of turning some things around, it may happen. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button for your boy as we're trying to get to 20,000 subscribers before the end of the season. We got Melvin in the building. Melvin says, "How uh, hate how Bulls fans are still feeling disappointed in the few wins and telling Bulls uh, to tank. I like to see uh, building a winning culture with growth and wins. Tanking doesn't always help like the Pistons. Listen, and, and that's the thing, too. That's what I say. Uh, two to the people that are like, well, we'd be crazy not to trade Alex Cruz. So it's like, you want somebody on your team that's going to help set a culture. It's harder for young players to do it. And yet, unless you get like that superstar player that just has that leadership quality. So, um, listen, the Bulls, this, this winning streak is probably not going to keep up, right? We don't expect to be this team that's all of a sudden going to be like two, three games above 500. But this is a team that can compete. And like I've said before as well, this isn't the draft to tank for. This is not the draft to tank for. You can get comparable talent to the number one overall pick at number 11 in this draft, right? Now, I'm not. that's not the case for every draft, so you wouldn't just want to say that blanketly for every draft that you don't have, that tanking isn't the right idea. But for this draft specifically, um, this, is the, this is the type of draft where tanking, you don't necessarily have to tank to be able to get a, a, a lottery-level talent much later on in, in this type of draft. So, you know, we'll end up seeing what, that, what that's going to end up turning into. But uh, we know that our front office here in Chicago is a front office that always wants to try to compete. They just That just is who they are. And so we'll probably continue to see that, man. Let's see what we got in here. We got Brandon W. says, with some teams, we've seen certain star players come off the bench and ease their way into playing more minutes. Do you think it'll be uh, an idea to bring Zach off the bench due to injury? Um, It depends. I, I don't think that with the type of injury, once he's ready to go, he'll probably be ready to go. If it was something kind of like soft tissue or something like that, a knee thing, maybe you could see that. I don't necessarily see Zach coming back off the bench if he comes back to play. I just, I don't necessarily see that. But, hey, I could be wrong in that one as well. We'll end up seeing. 
What's up, Hayes? Good Bulls win. Shouted you out on my pod today. Catch the episode tomorrow, brother. Shout out to you, Vaughn. Put a link to your podcast in the description so everybody can, not because you're shouting me out, but matter of fact, everybody, if you're a creator in here and you have a podcast, you have a show, you have a YouTube channel, you got a TikTok, go ahead and put it in the, in the, in the description, man. Go ahead and get your guy. Like, we're family here. I always said that. This is not a place where I don't want any other creator that supports me to get an opportunity to connect with people let people know about you. You go ahead and get your shine off it too. So if you're creative in this, even if it's not Chicago Bulls, if you do a podcast about paint drying, go ahead and put your link in the description, man. I mean, you're not in the description. Go ahead and put your link in the comment section. Let other people know where they can find you at, man. Everybody. So there you guys go. I want everybody to get love. Spicy Butter says, hey, little bro. I have to say this to people who don't watch out. Uh, I guess he didn't. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get the second part of that. DJ Lovelace, the villain, says this draft is terrible yeah this draft is one of those but we've seen really good talent come from uh drafts that were projected to kind of be bad drafts as well so we're gonna see what happens with that the lob mob says somebody named me one team that tanked and they built the dynasty off of it just one the spurs are probably the only one that's probably the only one that i could say the spurs and i mean if you want to say because the, the Cavs did did tank to get lebron but then he had to leave and come back right so but probably the spurs because you know, I used to always say I don't think the Spurs tanked for Tim Duncan. I do think that they lost David Robinson and they just were a bad team. But then some people pointed out some other things that they did later in that. So maybe that's the one that you can point to, but not a lot. But by the way, Lotma, did you see my comment earlier about uh, emailing me? Me and Pat want to talk some business with you. So there you go, go on that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, my gut is telling me we can beat the Nuggets at home. My concern is that Miami Heat stretch. We've played the Miami Heat pretty closely. Like, over the last few years, like, especially I think that th the way that this version of the team is playing, moving without the ball, giving that that heart, giving that effort defensively, I do think that we can compete with the Miami Heat. I'm not saying that the Miami Heat are going to come in and blow us out or anything like that, but I do think that we can compete with them. Our, our Bulls will thrive. Uh, our Bulls, Zach, would thrive in up-tempo offense. Yeah, for, I, yeah, up-tempo offense definitely would help fit Zach's game. Uh, yo, Hayes, I know we should enjoy the wins, but if this feel, this is fool's gold, are we making a mistake by not going all in on the young guys and trading at least two to three of the mid three this season? No, because they're still getting minutes. So listen, like I've said before, tanking generally doesn't work. And you, this front office isn't a front office that's going to try to bottom out. They just aren't. So uh, a fool's goal to me would be to say if we thought that this team was going to all of a sudden compete for a title. Nobody's saying, that, like, this hasn't really changed the Bulls season. We're just, it's they're playing a more enjoyable brand of basketball. And you could tell that the players are enjoying it as well. So I don't think that's fool's goal. As, as well as we're seeing Patrick Williams develop in this stretch. We're seeing Kobe White develop both as a vocal leader and a player in this stretch, right? We're seeing Julian Phillips get a few minutes, not, not a huge, huge hell of a lot. I would assume outside of this game's been playing well as, also. So that's the gold in this. Not necessarily the wins, but what's coming from this winning and those players developing, I think, are a big part of it as well. Uh, is it funny that no kind of winning satisfies some fans? They actually would rather lose. Uh, listen, the one thing that I've noticed about being in the creative and being in the Bulls fan base my whole entire life is that Bulls fans are unsatiable. It's never going to change. No matter what it is, until the Bulls are winning titles, they're going to find a problem with everything. This is what it is there. Uh, Melvin in the building says, Caruso definitely deserves a vacation. More Carter and Phillips minutes. I give applause to Acme for the Carter and Craig signings, though. Wish we had more, but maybe Levine trade helps us. Good. Got to see what we get back from it. Um, bro, if we can pull uh, off a Beantown start to finish 
when they started out rough, but turning around, maybe that'll be a huge plus. Did the Rook play? Yes. Julian Phillips did play four minutes, but he did play. Around the League says follow Around the League. Put your link in there, brother. Put the link in there so people can find you. Uh, we've got young players sitting in inflection point in their development. Rebound, rebuilding doesn't really make sense. Add complimentary pieces to Kobe, uh, Pat, and Io. Yeah, I mean, and then if you can get some future draft assets too, like that's that's a big part of it as well. We, we gave up three first-round picks. Let's see how many of those we can get back, right? Kobe White says, hey, Chad, could you guys show some love to my Bulls fan page? It's called Anything Bulls. I did not know you were the one that, that ran uh, Anything Bulls. Shout out to you, brother. I actually like your page. Thank you for encouraging us to engage with uh, with each other, Hayes. That's good for the culture. I know folks want their comments seen, but engaging and supporting each other is good for the culture too. Always, I always said that Chicago Bulls Central was a platform for Bulls fans. Like, yeah, I'm the host of the show, but it's a platform for Bulls fans. That's why I try to interact with people. That's why I love like when Quint, Quentin, Aiden Bulls show, right? Uh, that's, uh, you know, that, that's why Bulls Troy in, uh, in the building from a whole lot of Bull. Like, I, I really love shouting those guys out because I know what they're doing and they put in work for it, man. So that's, that's what it's about. Super chat. Uh, whoa. Tyrone Grayson says, seems like bulls play harder when Caruso's. I, I got to disagree with that. I think they play hard regardless, but yeah, man, they, they listen, this bulls team is definitely locked in, man. And I love the heart that they've been playing with. Love the heart they've been playing with. The lob mob, even when the tight Simpkins and Luke Longley is slow, we need an athletic shot blocker. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Now we didn't have we didn't have uh the internet then, right? But yeah. Wish we would play Ernalop in Zach's spot while he's out, see what he can give us for the future. Well, Ernalop is is hurt. And no, he hasn't been playing the best in G League. He needs some time to acclimate. So uh, let's see what else we got. Super chat. Uh, so it's a, shout out to it's Seaways World. Says like the live. There are 500 p- plus people in here. Yeah. Uh, l- l- hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Even if you think you're subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and make double check because a lot of people think they're subscribed to the channel because I post so goddamn much. I'm in their algorithm and they're not necessarily subscribed. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button as well. Subscribe to the channel. Trying to get to that 20K subscriber so we can get BKR Sport over here stateside to go to a Bulls game next season. That's the goal. That's the goal. My name is BKR Sport. I have a sports channel. I like long walks on the beach. Patrick Williams and seeing Zach Levine and Charlotte. Beep, beep. That's, that's, that's fucking hilarious. Sydney says, uh, hey, I'm curious at uh, what the Bulls starter plus minus is without Zach after the winning streak. Um, I don't know if that's like going to be in an easily accessible place. I'll try to get it on tomorrow's daily. That's actually a really good question. It's actually really good. That's a that's a fair that's a fair question to ask what that plus minus is. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I would. You know, now I'm extremely interested to see what that is. Robert says, thanks. I hope so, too. Still got hope for the playoffs. If we can get to the 500 ASAP. I mean, listen, if this team does make the playoffs, you're going to see some Bulls fans absolutely lose their shit because we're supposed to be tank. There's, if the Bulls make the playoffs, this is what you're going to hear all day. Oh, my God. The Chicago front office gets it wrong again. Why did we not tank? Oh, oh we should have traded Alice Caruso in tomorrow. Oh, my God. He didn't do it. Why? Why didn't we get more picks? That's literally what you're going to hear from a lot of Bulls fans if the Chicago Bulls make the playoffs this year. It's just going to be a bunch of bunch of fucking complaining, man. You're just going to be looking at them like, would y'all shut the fuck up? Would y'all really just shut the fuck up? Can the balance scoring continue when Zach comes back? I feel like he may be back at least for a few games before he is traded. I mean, theoretically, he can, yes. Um, 
Uh, it just, you know, in the fruit, you got to see if it actually happens. But could can it happen? Yeah, that's definitely within the realm of possibility. Believe it or not, I think this is the first one uh, that we've had in San Antonio. First win that we've had in San Antonio in four years. Is that correct? I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be surprising. It wouldn't be surprising. That's exactly what Bulls sound like on Twitter. Listen, Bulls fans on Twitter are absolutely god awful, bro. Like it god awful. And one of the people who's becoming the worst at that is fucking Mark K. Like it's just it's just getting fucking terrible. Like I like the dude. There's ain't nothing negative about him per se as a person, but like he's just lately been this just god him uh uh um what's the damn Bulls confidential? Those motherfuckers suck too. Blogger Bulls been whining a lot lately too. Like everybody's just whining. It's like, hey, I could like, don't y'all got women? Go and get, go and cuddle with your woman. Stop complaining. Like I just, I, one thing that I can never do, and that, and that doesn't mean don't like say your legitimate gripes. But it's like when it's all negative, it's just like you can literally wake up and think, how can I? Oh my god, the Chicago Bulls. Oh my god, I got my dick sucked last night, but the Bulls. Oh no. You guys don't want Alice Caruso traded? What do you mean you don't want to trade Alice Caruso? It's malpractice not to trade Alex. Oh my god. Hey, what nigga? What we doing, bro? What we doing out here, man? Come on, man. Y'all gotta stop this whining, bro. Like it's crazy. It's it's wild. It's wild, man. It's crazy. And people got People gotta chill, man. People gotta chill. It's like Jesus. This sports is supposed to be fun. Like y'all, like damn, y'all ain't got nothing good in life. Like what we doing here? Y'all, y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't got no women, no nothing. Like it's, it's just bulls, huh? That's crazy, bro. Crazy. Don't even get me started on cash consideration. I got no, listen. There are some people who just aren't worth your time, and I respect what they've done, but they have fallen off so far from what what they originally started off as. But you know what? I'm going to I'm going to stop cuz I come at content creators and then people start getting in their feelings and the next thing you know I'll be going off on people on Twitter. So I'm just going to I'm just going to stop. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to shut up. We're going to get back into the content. Uh yo Hayes, can you explain what moves and trades teams are allowed to make around December 15th? It's, kind of, it's so it's really straightforward. So it's not that it's the type of move. So players that sign new contracts this offseason can't be traded before December 15th. If they were already on the contract, they could be traded now. So anybody who signed a new contract this season can't be traded into December. This offseason can't be traded until December 15th. Rookies that were drafted this, this draft can't be traded until January 15th. So that's what those two dates are, brother. Uh, huge W by the Bulls. We needed it and get Zach out of town. Kobe and DeMar going to carry the team. I mean, listen, DeMar, this is a rough night for DeMar. Very worth, worth night for DeMar, but let's hope that he's going to turn it around. I hope we don't trade uh, for Zion. He'd start eating too much Giordano's. No, it's Pertillo's that I'm worried about because you know Zion likes that meat. Uh, but yeah, that, you know, you got to worry about that because he, he, he'd have a lot of Italian beefs and you got to worry about that. You got to worry about that. The Glizzies. Uh, some uh, Bulls fans are in perpetual uh, trade mode. Some things take time, and we as fans need to learn how to be patient, especially with the young guys. Oh, that's facts. Uh, there, were, there were Bulls fans that literally, when we signed tomorrow, already coming up with trades for him, thinking that we were going to flip him by that same uh, offseason. So, you know, it is what it is. Great point by Cornelius Smith here. Says, this team is starting to remind me of the baby Bulls. I love it. Definitely agree with you on that one. Definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah, DeMar still, and that's one thing, like DeMar being able, even when shooting bad, being able to find a way to impact the game with his assist, 
that's a big thing. Um, so yeah, it's good, good to see him be able to address adjust in that manner. Tyrone Grayson says, I say again, Billy coached a good game again tonight. Good Bulls wins. Even when we're down, we work through adversity. I got no, I can't poke any holes in that. Uh, uh, Tyrone, great point there. And thank you for supporting the channel, brother. It seems like the Bulls uh, three-point shooting has improved during this four game. Yeah, so I talked about it on a couple of daily episodes ago. I believe it was Wednesday's daily episode. So the Chicago Bulls right now, uh, not it's not amazing, but the three-point shooting percentage would put the Bulls in the top 14 in the league. Keep in mind, we were 29th. So it's definitely increasing. The points per game, we'd be top eight. So the, the offense has definitely improved considerably uh, over this last uh, over this last stretch. And it's not just it's not just uh, surface level. Now we haven't played the best competition, of course, but it's definitely improved. If you don't subscribe to Hayes right now, Zach Levine is getting traded for Dwight. Okay, hey, hey. Hey, that's crazy. Iceberg Glenn uh, Galen says, um, no, Iceberg Allen. Why did I mix the two names? Uh, Hayes, do you think DeMar is starting to decline? I think that that may be a bit of that. I definitely think a bit of that. I also think that you're seeing less and less players bite on his pump fakes, which is really um, make forcing him to kind of adjust his game a lot too. So that's definitely a part in it. Do you think the Bulls can go on a Boston 2022 run? I, I can't say that because I haven't seen that from this team. They would have to do it for me to believe it. Um, that Boston team had a lot of talent from top to top uh, down. They also were one of the better coach teams in the league that season. So I'm not going to say that that's for sure, but we'll see. Uh, uh, Sydney says, from Casey Johnson, if the Bulls hang on, they're going to be uh, one and a half games out of the playing picture, which is wild given how poorly they played through 19 games. I mean, yeah, definitely. Definitely the Bulls are turning that around. Do you love the addition of the midseason tournament? It made the regular season more meaningful, a lot more games feel like playoff atmosphere. Uh, I don't know, man. I I enjoyed it more than what I thought I would coming into the season. That's what I'll say. I definitely enjoyed it more than what I thought coming into the season. DeMar looked like a kicked, uh, like a kicked upside down turtle spinning on his back too many times. Luckily, we won, so it's funny. That's that's wild, Archangel. Um, go Bulls. They battled back. They did not give up. This is what uh, the type of team we need to see in the future. Agree with you there. I respect the 10 assists, six rebounds, and three steals from DeMar, even though he shot horribly. Zach doesn't impact the box score like that uh, other than points. I mean, no, we saw Zach when he wasn't taking shots. He was getting six, seven, eight assists, right? Um, but, I mean, regularly in normal situations, I, I don't like to compare. Like, I, I, I don't have to knock Zach to, to boost up DeMar. DeMar definitely can can do those things, though. I love the, how DeMar is finding the way. So, BKR Sports says, uh, not many people talking about how solid Vooch played tonight. Wimby blocked him a couple of times, but the guy is 7'4". He should be getting multiple blocks a game. Killed it. Real man game. Yeah, and he played much better in the second half of this game as well. And I saw somebody, I think it was on the Facebook group, knocking Vooch. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, did he play perfectly? No, I don't think anybody would say that. But, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. DeMar with his age now, still impact on the right moment. That got my respect. Oh, yeah, listen, DeMar is a smart enough basketball player to where he can always find a way to impact the game. Like, that's that's not really the issue with DeMar. He's always going to find a way to impact the game. Hey, thanks for your input, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, Iceberg. Alan, we appreciate you for supporting the channel, my brother, and being here. By the way, y'all, hit the subscribe button, man. Uh, like I said, trying to get to 20,000 subscribers by the end of the season. Right now, we are... A little under 4,000 subscribers away. So that's a tall test. That's a lot. I think on average, we get like four and a half subscribers for a, per season. Let's see what we can do, man. 
Uh, I know Phillips hasn't received much playing time on the NBA level, but I would. Uh, how would you rate his impact right now for the limited role he's earned? Well, it's hard to rate an impact because like, I don't think he's made like a huge impact. But here's what I'll say is that seeing Julian Phillips is like controlled chaos in a way. Like he understands how to control his energy and go about it in the right ways. Seeing him follow up a shot for a dunk, uh, the intelligence, that's always the thing that, that really surprised me. Julian Phillips is going to be one of those players that I think we're going to go and say he just he's just a smart basketball player. Don't know any averages or anything like that, but he's a smart basketball player, and I think he's going to he's gonna fi always find a way to impact the game in some type of, of fashion. Uh, Fishing Time Let's Go says, when Vooch gets to this spot, he's effective. There are times he does not and throws up some ugly shots. Looking good lately, though. Yeah, really like Vooch over the last couple of games, for sure. Frank in the building, he says, if the Bulls choose to keep DeMar, what kind of contract would you want to see? That's the bigger question there. That is the biggest question is what is the kind? Because you want to give him something that's still respectful, right? But you don't want to break the bank for a 34-year-old a player at that point in time. So, I mean, he's around $20 million now. I think you want to try to keep him around that same thing, maybe boost him up to $22 million. Um, But, yeah, I, that's, that's kind of what I'd pay for him, in, in my opinion. Uh, if you're not making shots, you got to impact the game in other areas like defense. If you're not doing anything in those areas, you should be sitting. I used to say that about Laurie a lot. Yeah, I get where you're coming from with that for sure. But all right, guys, I'm going to go in the live stream. Got to get ready to go do Locked on Bulls for a little while over there. So, guys, thank you so much. Hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. Like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central. Your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and content.